almost like a package of engaging with um, small and medium enterprises um, in Kenya, in East Africa, and for the broader African um, continent. And, and, and the reason being that if you look at Kenya in particular, we have 80% of all businesses being SMEs. These SMEs are very critical to the economy, but they currently contribute <clears throat> just about 30 plus percentage to the overall economy in terms of the GDP. So what a great opportunity to have products and services that can actually help this SME group to be able to transform their businesses to be the future Samsungs of Kenya and the future Kias of Kenya. So what we've done today is to launch um, this um, um, Deloitte private program as a way of Deloitte supporting SMEs across Africa. And I'm sure Mabel can talk a little bit about the details of what this is all about. Um, just to pick up what Joe is saying, the, the, there will be four key segments that Deloitte Private will focus on. And um, we, we are particularly coming to the market with a sub-brand because we realized that as much as we were already supporting the SME segments globally, we kind of want really tailoring exactly to the, the unique needs. Um, if you look, for instance, at family businesses, there's some certain unique uh, challenges they face that if you don't really understand the dynamics, then you can't really address that needs and, and, and you won't really be able to get them through the next level. And uh, so, so Deloitte Private will focus on four key segments. We will look at uh, high net worth individuals and entrepreneurs as uh, a focus, family businesses, we'll look at fast growing small and mid-sized enterprises, and uh, private equity funds because they support that particular segment, those segments we're focusing on. And we will tailor. We have tailored solutions that are already being implemented globally in several countries across the globe. And Africa, <coughs> Africa is coming on board at a very you know, important time when, I mean, there's a reality that uh, the engine of growth, obviously, is SME. And a lot of businesses are starting and not really making it. They're failing for family businesses by third generation. You find not more than 30% globally reach third generation. And so we, we want to make an impact that matters as Deloitte by helping the smaller businesses get their bas the business basics right and also enable them think through what needs to happen for them to actually achieve their ambitions. He touched on uh, on how how they start to can market uh, to diversify our commodities we offer. What do you think uh, you're bringing on the, on the table for the private for the private equity firms and uh, family owned businesses? And uh, how how do you think you are going to help them diversify what they have at the moment? Uh, and how are we going to grow in East Africa in trade? Because uh, as much as yesterday on Monday, Monday over the weekend, the East African uh, Monetary Union 
collapse, the talks collapse, they say it's a bit too early, it's a bit, uh, some, some countries are, are yet to fulfill some of the, of the requirements. How do you think we are going to increase that? And US Deloitte, how are you seeing uh, private equity firms? For instance, are you seeing like Kenya, uh, private equity or family owned businesses? Are they going to Uganda? Ugandans coming to Kenya? Do you guys see them in, in uh, Burundi, Rwanda? How is, the, how is that business so far in East Africa? Okay, so let, let me take the question on diversification first. Um, I, I think I'm a great supporter of diversifying our economies. And this is not a Kenyan issue, it's a complete African issue. So you take, um, and, and I think some of the countries have tried, you take Kenya, um, the agricultural sector, the move towards value add has helped a little bit, but diversification is to go into new um, products, new services which have never been identified before. Um, if you look at SMEs, when I gave the example of Samsung that started as a grocery um, firm, and, and you could see the way they diversified. In the current environment we're in, there's a lot going on. SMEs with their creative mindset are sometimes bogged down on dealing with issues of compliance instead of dealing with issues of growth and thinking about diversification. They're dealing with um, a funder that wants different reports and they're spending weeks dealing with a report instead of dealing with what their customers need. So one of the key um, solutions for, for us, what I call the Deloitte expert, is making sure that they have a stress-free ability to report, a stress-free ability to actually get the right reports that informs them to make the right decisions in, in, in their business. So that's um, one way that we can help. The second way <coughs> is um, when we finish the first session, we had two groups. What one group is looking at uh, almost like an immersion session about how to prepare themselves for the future. This is one way that Deloitte can assist the SMEs, the family-run businesses, to help them think about the future and to shape what this digital world means to them and to be able to look at the opportunities around them, the opportunities in the current ecosystem, to be able to use their creative mind to look at what they can provide to their existing customers or new customers. So in simple terms, those two alone um, can be areas where um, uh, we support. But clearly in, in, in Africa at the moment, if we don't diversify our economies and we allow ourselves to only rely on some of our primary products like tea, cocoa in Ghana, um, oil just for the sake of it, we will not be able to experience that um, growth that um, is needed for, 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 the, for the continent. Um, I believe your other question was around uh, free trade, yeah. inter-trade. I, I think inter-trade is a very difficult one for Africans. There, and there are a couple of um, reasons. I'm picking up an example where a friend of mine just recently decided to export Kenya well-packaged tea um, to um, three or four countries in West Africa. Oh my goodness, just talking to him about the challenges, the cost of logistics in Africa is one of the highest. If we don't sort out logistics in Africa, it will be very difficult to deal with trade in Africa. And logistics touches on the transportation, whether it's rail of, um, or of by um, sea or by air, ability to store storage, warehousing, 
the whole logistic environment in Africa does not in itself encourage trade, the, in Africa trade. The second one is the cost of production. I mean, if you're going to move items from Tanzania to Kenya, Kenya to Uganda, and it's going to be more expensive than what like, Kenyan or Tanzanian can buy from India or China, then that cannot be resolved. So I think this is one area where both the private sector government um, or the different associations should then look at what is the cost of production for SMEs to allow them to take part in intra-Africa trade. And, and, and I think we spoke about it this morning, and technology digitalization is one way of trying to improve efficiencies, reducing cost of production, making it easier to be able to you know, produce the same items at 50% or less or more of the current cost. And I, I'm, I'm seeing that this as one of the areas that um, can make a, a significant change with intertrade. <coughs> how do you see that dragging the agenda for private future family businesses? Okay. So the why now? Why not now? I would, yeah. I would throw that right back at you. Yeah. And by the way, the why now doesn't mean we never were there. We were there. In fact, um, if you could look at the number of uh, SMEs that we already support, either in partnership with donors, through um, funds that are supporting both NGOs and uh, small-sized private businesses. We've been in the game already. The why now is we want to focus a brand behind this, a sub-brand that tailors and speaks directly into an SME rather than looking at a corporate lens. Because corporates, by nature, <coughs> corporate businesses are, are, are more diverse, they're huge, they're complex. Smaller businesses tend to be a little simpler operating in an environment that is complex. And so we kind of want to tweak it to make it real to them. So, so for us, it's, we needed to come here long ago. We are here now, and we will play catch up. But what's important is, is, is we understand the issues. We are part of the environment. A lot of the people in Deloitte are part of family-owned businesses anyway. We come from the same families from a family lens we understand the African problems. And so for us, that's really critical. For that, mm -hmm. no, no, did you want to add something? 20 years ago, I think we, um, we were supporting SMEs through EIB, the yes. European Investment Bank, in both Kenya and Uganda. Mm. And, and our focus um, for that was actually helping the SMEs to be able to get funding from um, EIB. You know, so that there were different stages of yes. our support. So, like Mabel said, we have been in this space before, but we are now taking it a notch higher. Mm. We are now demonstrating a deeper understanding of SMEs. We are also now recognizing the ability to use digital to help serve them better. So when we introduce this platform, that makes the SMEs life easier, whether they to engage amongst themselves, whether to engage with the financier, whether to engage with the private equity. Just imagine a private equity firm wanting to invest in an SME. The first question they will always ask is, how easy will it be for us to get reports and others? This is a solution where the private equity will find 
you know, an interesting way of regularly getting their reports to know whether the investment in this SME is working or not. So it will give um, private equity even more confidence to provide funding for the necessary growth for some of these um, SMEs or family businesses. I'll, I'll pick on your second question about the, the relevance of Deloitte Private in this space with free trade area negotiations and things like that. So, so let me just speak about the focus of the private, the Deloitte private uh, storefront. We call it a storefront because there's multiple services. As you know, Deloitte is structured as a multifunctional firm. And what we're bringing the SMEs, the smallest of SMEs, is access to a very solid global brand that has existing skills, not just in the wider market, in Kenya itself. You can go to Deloitte place, you can go to Uganda, you will find us. You go to Tanzania and many other countries. And what we're bringing you is the force of this global brand that has best practice um, solutions that have worked for big companies, small and alike. And we're bringing it to Africa and saying, are you doing the right practices if you're not and you feel like you need to do more and participate in the free trade and, and the global trade? Come to us and let's advise you. So you have solutions at your doorstep. We are helping businesses get their practices right from the start. If you don't have the right practice, then you're not going to be able to compete globally. It's not just a regional trade play we're talking about here, it's global. And by the way, there's a lot of global family businesses that are currently investing in Africa. And we are already supporting those global services, sorry, businesses. And so we can do the, 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 the reverse. We can support the local and regional African businesses open their minds to the opportunities through strategic advice, through helping them get the right governance structures in place, look at the controls, look at the risks, um, and look at them gaining more trust on the global trade space so that they can play competitively. That's what we're trying to do here. So let, let me give you an example in one of our um, Deloitte countries where we've introduced some of our, our products. So in, in a place like Denmark, you will have small businesses like a group of dentists, different dental clinics using the Deloitte platform for their reporting purposes. Now, the advantage we get as well is that when you have five, six, seven, ten different dental clinics using the same platform, you also get benchmarks to share with all of them. So not only um, are we just allowing SMEs to use a platform for their benefit, but we are also, as part of Deloitte Private, making sure we provide them with the right insights to help them run their business. It is so important that if you are an SME and you're running a business, you want someone to be able to say, look, by the way, the benchmark for this area of a guy dealing with T is A, B, C, D, E. So now change your business in this way. So you're getting um, additional information, um, including not only um, East Africa or Africa in general perspective. You can also get global perspective because you remember one of the panelists that spoke about SMEs can no longer focus on their business only for Kenya. You have to have a mindset that you are actually competing with the, um, global players. So how can you compete with the global players if you don't have access to global data? Uh, good to meet you again. 
what, what is appealing to the Kenyan market? Seeing that uh, a lot of them maybe just to launch launch the lot project in Kenya in particular, because maybe there are some things that are appealing to you. What what are you seeing in the Kenyan market? Well, maybe because I'm based here. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, not because I'm based here. I mean, first of all, in East Africa, Kenya is the biggest market. So without a doubt. And, and I think that if you take the three blocks, um, east, west, and south, there is always um, almost like the, 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 the champion country that in some way influences the direction of the rest uh, of the sub-region. So in east, um, I do think that when you have Kenya at the forefront, um, and if you have the 80%, the higher number, you know, taking advantage of Deloitte Private, that would be infectious for the rest of um, East Africa. So I think we chose Kenya because of size and everything. Um, we've launched our Africa um, Deloitte Private in Kenya with intent that we'll replicate that in West, um, where our biggest hub is in uh, Nigeria, and then in South, um, in South Africa. Um, but I, I think the Kenyan economy, Kenya is a very resilient economy. Um, at 6% growth, I do think that if we're going to deal with the issues in Kenya, we now need to push the growth to double digits. Just picture a Kenya at 13, 15% growth with the diversification that is required, with SMEs pumping, or SMEs tripling the recruitment every year, addressing youth unemployment, the dignity of um, our people will change. People will now have disposable income. They will then start demanding for goods and services that in itself will propel the economy to, to grow. So we need something completely drastic um, to be able to get this economy into a double-digit growth moving forward. Uh, this is for both of you. Uh, how has the private market changed over time where we are right now as, as Africa and what is the future? How has the private market changed? Um, just looking at the research, the global research, it seems because of the globalization of our economies in Africa, all of a sudden um, it has dawned on private owners that they are no longer working in a, in a space called country. The, the, the world has gone flat. The world has gone so flat that Oddly enough, you will find yourself in a random part of the world and bump into a Kenyan and a Ugandan, a Tanzanian. We are, we are operating in the exact same environment now. And so the private business has changed from, you know, looking at serving your neighbors and, and their neighbors. You're now looking at, with digital enhancement, apps that can get your service from Kenya, from another African country to the world. I watched a very interesting um, capture, um, program on BBC just two days ago about your Kenya flower business. You're the third largest producing country in the world. And guess what? You, you just hit the mark by opening a direct route to New York and a direct route to London. Because previously, your flowers used to trade in the, in the Amsterdam area with all these other flower producers but now not only do you trade there you now have direct access because of these flights <coughs> and so what you see is private owners looking at innovation knowing that listen it's a global market 
align yourself with where the opportunities are. Few of them have seen the light, more can see the light. And, and things like Deloitte Private would help you understand through our insights, like Joe is saying, what's out there? What are the dots that you need to connect? So what I see is a, a change, especially with the generation uh, shifts between the old school thinkers and the new generation, next generation, who are very digitally um, you know, excited and, and, and open-minded, not to say that the old ones aren't. They're more cautious. You have <laughs> definition of old, yeah. it depends on my definition of old. Traditional yeah. business owners are more, yeah. you know, controlled about how they do things. The next generation is bringing in some other form of thinking, and if you can blend them well, and 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 embrace all this agility, then you're going to see private businesses really changing their face and competing with multinationals very soon. So I will answer that using my own father's business. My father is an engineer and he runs an SME and what he does is he provides services to um, the NSSF equivalents, um, you know, banks, their buildings, does all their pumps and others. Now I look at him 10-15 years ago, the way he engaged with his customers, it's a bit different now. The customers are always on his case through the use of technology. So it's almost like 24, 12, the customers have access to him. Now, this is a man almost 80 years old and knows how to be responsive and to act quickly just because of the way technology has bridged the gap between um, customers. So I think what has changed now is that with technology, your customers are so close, so they are demanding for services like almost instantaneous. Mm -hmm. And we are in the world of instant demands, right? You want, you transfer the money, you get it today. Um, you want a response that is being transferred, it's hit your account and you can use it for what you need it for. In the same way, customers have changed. So technology has changed. But in all of this, there are a few things that have not changed with the SMEs. Succession is a big issue. Um, governance within SMEs is still a big issue. Um, I mean, I'm sure you asked me, so am I going to leave Deloitte to go and run my father's business? <laughs> I'm, I'm already telling you better think about succession, but keep me out of it for now. Um, so look at um, what Joseph mentioned about the six ways of succession. Um, you may want to look at a professional person or someone within a family with the same values and competencies to run it. So a few things have changed, but some of the needs and the challenges for SMEs and for family-run businesses have not changed. They still um, remain intact. Mm -hmm. All right, we done?